pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. That was The Bike Show, and you can also subscribe to the One Life Left podcast or visit the One Life Left website, or you can listen to us right now. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left Nights, a spin-off of One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron Knights, a spin-off of uh, Simon Byron. I'm just Anne Scantlebury. Really? You've not no, bought I'm into not, this? I'm not spun off yet. Oh, uh, okay. When's I'm, that going to happen? tonight I'm really going to spin off. One Life Left Nights is a quiz show. We did it last week. It went quite well, didn't it? Went it? right, yeah. Was there any, uh, any listener feedback? Yes, there was actually. Okay. A bit of feedback uh, from our caretaker. Said, right. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Did he? Said, could do with one more round. Okay. So we've got one more round tonight. <sighs> His approval is all we seek. Yeah. Uh, I can say that the return, the, the game design challenge last round yeah. last week, that's returning. Okay. As is Anne's news, but we've got two more, two extra oh. rounds. We're going to challenge our contestants. And we have three of them this week as well. well. I thought it was quite a packed show last week, wasn't it? How are we going to get four rounds in? Very, very we busy. Have to, we're going to have to cut down on the waffle, aren't we? Quick fire. How are we going to do that? Quick, I don't know. Um, maybe we could start now. <laughs> Please welcome our three guests. From left to right, as I look at it, okay. and as you look at it, yeah. listener, in your mind's eye. <laughs> in the corner, we have the Red Mushrooms. They are Matt Lees from Official Xbox Magazine. Hello, Matt Lees. Hello How are you? I'm good. I'm waving, but you can't see it. Uh, I can. Oh, I can. Yeah. In my old. mind's oh, yeah. eye, right. I can. No, I'm very good. Very good. What have you been up to recently? Oh, I've been playing some games, and I've been doing some other silly things in my main time. You, you do another podcast, don't you, I've been listening to? I do, I do. Regular it's, uh, features, it's called. That's that's true, actually. Yes, yeah. it's, it's good. It, thank you. Yeah, it's, that's good for a podcast. It's a lot it's naughtier got... than this one, so if you, yes. if you don't like naughty things, then please don't listen to it. But if you do, then then do. <laughs> 
confused. Yeah, don't listen to it. It's a little bit sexy. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit blue. It's a bit blue. Okay. It's a little bit blue. Welcome. <clears throat> Who else have we got, Steve? We've got Andrew Smith from Spilt Milk Studios. Hello. Hello, Andrew Smith. He's representing Hello. the Green Shells tonight. Okay. Are you happy with that choice of team name, Andrew Smith? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Tell us a bit about Spilt Milk Studios. Well, we're a one-man studio, so that's a bit misleading. Okay. But um, you sound bigger than you are. You're bigger than one man. Um. Well, no. Do I? Really? Is that yeah. just me, or is it my lung capacity? No, it's, no, no, it's, no. your it's, voice is resonating yeah. across London right now. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I feel sorry for London. <laughs> what games have you done? We did Hard Lines. And like that? I did. She it gave it 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. That's 10. not like... It is like it. It's actually oh, the yeah. highest score oh, I've ever right. given. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, and we just announced our new game, Smash the Block, today. So right. when you say we, do you mean I? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. See, even you. <laughs> I'll keep making that mistake the right. whole evening. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you very much. No conferring with yourself, then. I promise. Okay. And finally, for the yellow stars, it's Dan Marshall. Oh, Hello. It's, uh, I'm Dan Marshall. Hello, Hello Simon Byron. How, How are you? you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Dan Marshall. When did we first meet you? Uh, probably in a pub. It wasn't a pub, and I remember a lot of people going around asking who Dan Marshall was, even many years ago. I know what it was. Uh, you wrote a book. We did, uh, thanks. Called The Best Games Ever Made. Something like that. And then at, in the back of my copy, you scrolled... It was the 50 best games. And yes. in the back of my copy, it says 51 jibbage. <laughs> Which is my game. We were funny back then. <laughs> Dan Marshall, of course, grew into the man who formed Size 5 Games. Yeah. How's that going, Dan? It's going very well. Thank what, you. What are you up to at the moment? Working on a game called The Swindle, which is a sort of steampunk um, cybercrime platform thing. Does it have willies in it? No. Uh, I'm deliberately straying clear of that sort of thing this time. I'm uninterested. <laughs> Less waffle. Blake break from Willie's every now and then. I mean, give this isn't regular features. (laughs) Back off. Less waffle, more news. in the UK in the last three years have left the country to look for work. That's according to a survey by Tigger, whose CEO Richard Wilson commented that the UK is suffering from a serious brain drain. Exile developers are mainly heading for Canada and the US, where they will be taught to spell colour wrong. (laughs) But Tigger also said that the games industry workforce has shrunk between 2008 and 2011, but by what percent? Red mushrooms. Oh, is this the quiz now This is the quiz. Straight into it. Bam. Oh, um, let's go for a four. 4%. 4%. You, 4%. Are you is it to the nearest percentage here? Uh, yeah, we're going to the nearest percentage on this one, I think. Okay. Um, 4%. 4%. 4%. Should I, I take a... Well, you should pass it on if I'm it's not right. I'm going to pass it on if it's not right. Okay. Uh, green well, shells. The fact that you're saying nearest percentage means it's probably half a percent or something. Or something it's, and a half. It's not. That wasn't my answer. Does that count? Okay. Um, seven and a half percent. It's not. No. Oh. Uh, yellow stars. There's been lots of closures lately. I'm going to go higher, 9%. Just 
just over 10%. Oh, oh, I'm the best. You that, are the best. Oh, do I win? You win exactly one point. Interesting. Yeah. I, I like the way you called... Uh, I, I thought they were called Tiger, Simon. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. I thought that was gonna, that should have been the question, really. Oh, it, what? how do you pronounce yeah, exactly how to pronounce this oh, word. I, I just quite like to call them... Tigger. Tigger, Tigger is cuter, isn't it? Cuter, right? They seem like more cuddly and like... And encouraging. Didn't they spend a load of money sort of rebranding because everyone said Tigger? So they deliberately changed their logo to a tiger so that everyone would definitely know it was pronounced <laughs> Tiger and not Tiger. But Tigger it's is a tiger. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mess that up, did didn't that they? actually happen? Tigger's actually a Tigger. I think I think they did. That could be, I might be are making that up. Are you doing a joke? One of those joke things? No, no, I think They rebranded as a tiger? I think so. Did they? Spilt Milk Studios are nodding. There's a giant tiger on their logo, but this is a non-visual medium, right? Right. So yeah. it should what? be irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> tiger. Ofcom has really told ITV off for passing off a clip from Armour 2 as real footage of an IRA attack. Ofcom said it was a significant breach of audience trust, particularly in the context of a public service broadcaster. ITV hasn't been punished, but it has been sent to its room and told not to do it again. But which country is Armour 2 developer Bohemia Interactive based in? Oh, that's not fair. Matt's obviously been there already. I don't think I have. And that is to you, Green Shells. Uh, um, Czechoslovakia. It's not actually a country anymore, <laughs> is it? It's not, is it? <laughs> oh, well. Th- think around that. Um, Try USSR. <laughs> Kamchatka? Um, just trying to think my way around the risk board now. I'm lost. Um, I'm going to go with... No, I don't know. I'm going to pass. Question passes oh, over. Passes over uh, to Yellow Stars. I don't know either. Um, uh, probably, is it Germany? No, it's not Germany. Oh, um, West Germany. Things <laughs> <laughs> have moved on. It's moved on. <laughs> you guys need to get a newer risk board. I'm going to say Austria. No, I mean, you were so nearly right. It, it was the Czech Republic. Oh, <laughs> guys, guys. It's just not a country. Do I get half a point? No. What is geography? Yeah, oh. sorry. So do we, just, do we think this, this punishment was appropriate for ITV? What did they get? Uh, they were just told not to do it again. No, much stronger. No, do you? What would no, you have done? Don't take video games name in vain like that and get away with it, surely. Well, but, but, but they didn't do it deliberately, did they? They were just being silly. I would have made them go out there and recreate that footage for real this time, <laughs> but do it in their pants. <laughs> Fair enough. Like a PE like yeah. lesson. Yeah, exactly yeah. like that. That'll, that'll teach them. They won't do it again. Singer has decided to expand its ever-growing family by buying a load of new studios. In an interview with Reuters, Senior Vice President David Coe said the company handed over wads of cash in exchange for Game Doctors, Page 44 Studios, Hiplogic and Astro Ape Studios. All four have made games for smartphones and tablets and have been told they'll have to sleep in the same room. But which of the studios was responsible for the iOS port of World of Goo? Uh, and that is to you, Yellow Stars... I've got no idea. Come on, surely this is, this is your area. It's 2D Boy who did it, wasn't it? And then... On, so someone 20, else did the port? There's a 25% yeah. chance you'll get this right. Can I, can I hear the options again? Yeah, uh, Game Doctors, Page right. 44 Studios, Hiplogic and Astro Ape Studios. Ah, oh, Hiplogic. What's your reason for going for yeah. Hiplogic? Um, because the first two didn't sound like the sort of people that uh, 2D Boy are going to hang around with. Ooh. They all sound like available URLs at the yeah, company's they, formation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
You're wrong. Oh. Uh, uh, back to you, red mushrooms. I'm going to go for Astro Ape. You're it's wrong. Co- it's confident oh. as well. It's down to 50, so 50 now. I, I just liked it as a mental image. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Green Shells, it's either Game Doctors or Page 44. Game Doctors, they sound like a porting studio to me. You're all wrong! <laughs> oh. uh, what are the odds? Page 44. Literally. <laughs> Microsoft's Major Nelson has announced that the number of people using entertainment apps on Xbox Live increased by 50% between November and December. This coincides with the date of the new dashboard release, which shifted its emphasis to film and TV. Thanks to the recent addition of Channel 4 On Demand, Love Film and Netflix, nobody will ever have to leave the sofa again. But what date did the new dashboard launch? Mm, Very, very important to indie studios, the new dashboard. Mm. Yeah, because there's so many layers to get to the indie stuff. And, And, you know, the other... The other man on the other side of the studio works for official Xbox magazine. Uh, Who's the question going to uh, first? Yeah, hang on, that's not fair. Oh, this isn't this isn't working out very grin. well. <laughs> Grinny grim. Do you, are you confident? I might be wrong though. I, I'm fairly confident, but I might be wrong. I do remember that they shuffled around. A so, bit. so who is it first? Uh, it, it is Red Mushrooms. I think it's the sixth of December. No. <gasps> oh. <laughs> a chance to it steal. A, it was a two-way thing. I couldn't quite remember. Um, okay, green shells. <clears throat> I was on holiday. <laughs> and where were you on holiday? <laughs> where, exa- where exactly were you, you on holiday, off. indie developer Andrew Smith? <laughs> where all the indie developers go, the, you know, <laughs> to our retreat in Barbados. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> um, I uh, the seventh of December. It was the seventh. Oh, oh, if I say 7th as well, do I get a point no. as well? I think, you don't. I think that was because I'm a question down. I made a typo. And I <laughs> someone that. else's fault. It's, it's definitely someone else's fault. So I got uh, Connect recently yeah. uh, at home. Yeah, I know. Do you know what um, the most obvious difference is made to my house is? Your sofa's moved further back. Nope. I've had to hang a towel up in the window <laughs> so, <laughs> so nobody could see me play. <laughs> Looks like a drug's den. <laughs> Sega has opened the official Sonic the Hedgehog online store at last. Americans will have to wait for stocking up on blue and prickly things because the store is currently only available in Europe. This year, it's going to cut down our Christmas shopping time a lot. But how much will a Sonic chess set cost you? To the nearest pound. Uh, And that is going to... Oh, who was it? Green Shells first. I'm going to go for £112. Pesty. Yeah. For chess. Would you pay that? Would it's you actually... Sonic chess, though, isn't it? Yeah, but would you pay that money? No. Would you try and make it yourself first before shelling out that money? I probably would. Yeah. Shelling out. And perhaps to put some points on the board here, we should yeah. go for the closest answer. Give yeah, we'll, them a point. we'll go for the closest. Okay. I mean, that's not right, but. <laughs> <laughs> but the others could go even wilder. You, you don't know. Um, Yellow Stars, what's your guess? Uh, I reckon those trendy chess sets are pretty pricey still, though, aren't they? Mm-hmm. More than you'd want to pay for one. So I'm going to say £59.95. Specific? Yes. Mm. Very specific. Wrong. But wrong. Uh, and uh, Red Mushrooms, what is your guess? I'd say it's worth £14.99, but they've marked it up to £39.99. You're the closest. It was £29.99. That was £29.99. Oh. Well done. Well done. I know my chess RMBs. Do you know what roles the yeah. various characters have uh, in the chess set? Yeah, so Sonic was king, Amy was queen. Oh, God. Uh, 
Well, do you do you not believe in their relationship? Are you more of a Sonic slash Cream person. I just think that Sonic should be a hedgehog that collects rings. What your Sonic slash Knuckles? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what, what, sort, yeah, what sort of variations of chess do you play then? I don't know. With I rings just, in it. Well, no, I don't mean that. I just mean Sonic. Uh, it was bad enough when he had one or two friends, but now he's got this whole posse. It's just pathetic. <laughs> Classic Sonic <laughs> as the king, and then. The more rubbish variants of Sonic. So, like the modern yeah. Sonics, the pawns at the front. That'd be amazing. That'd be uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Or, or by the sounds of it, preferable to you would just be just one Sonic. <laughs> just, <laughs> just on the board, one just, Sonic. Yeah. Just just one Sonic fights another Sonic. I don't want to do chess. <laughs> exactly. Forget about it. <laughs> Finally, a new Skyrim modification has been made which replaces dragons with a character from My Little Pony. It's been made available for the PC version of the game on Skyrim Nexus. The player responsible for the mod has an unpronounceable name, but well done to you. And the question is, which of the My Little Pony characters has been used? Uh, and this goes to Yellow Stars Oh, first. brilliant. Yeah. My knowledge of My Little Pony's pretty thin. Uh-huh. Um, Do you know any of their names? No, but they're all called stuff like Stardust and yeah. Monkey Winky. Uh, Stardust, Stardust. <laughs> Monkey Wink. It's <laughs> great. It's not right, but I wish it was. Thanks. I wish Monkey Wink was right. I, I, uh, I bet the URL's available. Yeah. <laughs> My little Monkey Wink. Um, Red Mushrooms, what? After failing to get so many gaming-related questions wrong, I'm almost ashamed to say that I know this is Fluttershy. Yes. Oh. Oh, well, well, well. Thank you. Oh, that's I know my stuff. You do know your stuff. <laughs> uh, can you, for an additional point, what which Hang colours on. are uh, <laughs> are Fluttershy? I know Fluttershy. that. Oh, uh, she's got a sort of white, uh, pale grey white body, and uh, I think it's a pink tail and features. <laughs> Pink so tail really, and features. Yeah. It's really close. I've got it here. It's a Fluttershy is a Pegasus pony with a yellow body and a pink mane and tail. Yeah, it's yeah. probably just the colour settings on my monitor though, yeah. so I want the points. <laughs> I'm gonna give them to you. Yes. Oh. Oh, if that had been about care bears, I'd have been fine. <laughs> One life left to video game news with One Life Left Nights on Resonance 104.4 FM. Or perhaps you're listening to the podcast at www.onelifeleft.com. This is a cover, I think. Uh, it's of Planet One Area 3 of SF 2010. I assume that's an abbreviation for a game, but I don't know what game. Anyway, it's by 64 Mega and it's from chipmusic.org. 
What are the scores, Anne? Uh, well, in second and third joint place uh, are Green Shells, Andrew, <laughs> um, and Yellow Stars, Dan, uh, with one point each. One point, one point. Each. Um, But for superior My Little Pony knowledge, Flying High is Matt of the Red Mushrooms with two points. Well, well played, Matt. Well done. Still plenty of time to go. I'm proud. Do you boys know what you're playing for? I mean, obviously, it's pride. money, right? Well, yeah. I was hoping for Toblerone, I'll be honest. It's, not, it's neither money nor Toblerone. I'm out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Well, last week it was the glorious Nintendisco t-shirt, wasn't it? Which mm. um, actually I walked off with. Okay. Although week, it was won by Nintendisco. Yeah, that's why they gave it to me. Uh, this week you're going to be playing for a copy of Soul Calibur 5 oh, that's a surprise. on Xbox 360. How do you feel about that? I'm excited. Buck your ideas up, teams. <laughs> yeah? If you just said that at the start, I would have guessed better well, My I Little Pony names. you weren't trying very hard, Dan Marshall, so we've introduced it with this. Things are about to get serious, though. We know we've already foreshadowed the game design challenge, and it's time to hand out those game names to the contestants. So, if you'd all like to reach across and pick one of these. So the men are picking things out of Steve's hands now, just... See, me and Dan better be good at this compared to... Well, Matt's got an unfair advantage, given that all he does is sit around reading the internet all week. That's his job. Yeah. So you'll note there are two things written on the slip of paper I've handed you. Uh, The top one is your game name. I don't want you to read out the second one, but if you could go from left to right, uh, that is, from Red Mushrooms through to Yellow Stars, if you could tell uh, the listeners what game you will be announcing later in the show. The Exposed Voyeur. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds interesting. That sounds good, actually. That kind of thing. Right. Sexy. Uh, Destruction of the Hunk. Oh. Well, that's a sequel, isn't it? <laughs> Destruct Harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got Belly Advocate. <laughs> yeah, we know that by the way you <laughs> Interesting. So we'll have more on those games later as our contestants pitch them to Simon and I. And Anne reveals the scores. But right now, a new round. Ooh. Kill your boyfriend. Kill your boyfriend. Now, Simon, I did some research into our contestants did earlier you? in the show. How did you uh, do that? Before the show, in fact. I asked them oh, a question, cunning. and the question I asked was, what's your favourite game? I asked it quite innocently, you know, as if, as if I wasn't leaning into anything, but right. I was. In this round, each contestant, in sequence, yeah. will have to destroy the thing they love most. No! Brilliance! They will be taking the role of someone on the internet, oh, yeah. on a gaming forum, in a thread that is so full of joy about a, a release, a game that's just about to come out. And this game, whatever game it is, has been scored highly across the board. Yeah. 10 out of 10s, Seven 100%, out of tens. 5 out of 5s, Seven, yeah. 7 out of 10s. Yeah. It's done really, really well. Right. And in the thread on the forum about this game, there is one lone dissenting voice. Anne, really excited for this game, aren't you? Yeah, I love, I love all of them. In her head, she's given this game 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. The points for this round are awarded on how low you can get Anne's score by the end of the round. So we're going to start with you, Red Mushrooms, Matt Lees. Right. What game will you be arguing about today? I think I'm being coerced into doing Rayman Origins. Rayman. Sorry, being coerced. You, that's your favourite game, is it? You love that game. I do, it's my favourite game at the moment. I that's do fine. It. Right, yeah. Love that yeah. game. I, 
I've, I'm really excited about I that game. I am as well. It's gone back into the top ten this week, hasn't it's, it? I and know. I isn't that good to see? From people like Matt, who we all follow on Twitter, he's been going, please buy it, please buy it, please buy it. And, and, it, and that's happened. It's gone back into the charts. Yes, so good to Let's see, isn't it? Let's get it out of the charts. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, all right, I'll try So it's it. 10 out of 10 game, man. You're excited. So much. I'm so excited by it. Me too. I can't wait to buy it. Matt? Well, I think you should really look at your life if you're thinking about buying something like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's for kids. Let's what? be honest. Yeah, it's for kids. Why is it for kids? Well, it's just jumping on stuff, isn't it? Well, because it's French, though. So that's grow- f- the French have grown up. Yeah, let's be honest. It's French as well. Let's not go into that for too much detail. Mm, but it's racism as well. Have a good look so, at it. So early. If you I'm going to be you are a foreign troll, I'm yes. Okay, Some yeah, racism yeah. comes into play. Okay. Racist, obviously. Um, it's, it hasn't got any online multiplayer. Um, I, I hate online people. He hasn't got any elbows. Hasn't got any elbows. That's a good point. He hasn't got any limbs. That's stupid, right. isn't it? Um, it's... It's really uninventive. It's just jumping on stuff, moving around. It's just shapes and colours, pretty much. It's pretty reductive. Yeah, there was a game with shapes and colours out last year, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's well like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same thing again. Right. I mean, why would you pay 40 quid for this? Is when it 30 you could... quid? Yes, yeah, so it's 40 quid as well. It's 40 quid. Oh. I mean, you can get it very cheap online. And, uh, you know... What, 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 by pirate? And you, what's you your score at the moment? Shut down, no. you? I'm still up at uh, just around 10. Really? Yeah, I haven't been dissuaded from it at all. I love shapes and colours. Really? Yeah, and I've got money to burn. Oh, well, I mean, it's just... Another thing is, it's really un- uninventive. I mean, two of the characters out of four look exactly the same, which just proves yeah. that obviously people making it are obviously vastly uncreative people. So I might get confused by it? Yeah, you will get confused I, by yeah. it as well, because if you play it with four people, there's just loads of colours and shapes. I mean, you say you like colours and shapes, but this is, oh, wait, this so is do way I have too to, many. I have to play it with other people? No, you don't have to, but if you want to get all the bits and have the most fun, then, yeah, you've got to have friends. I really Ooh. hate having friends. Oh, you'll really hate this then, because it's like... It's all about sitting in a room with your friends. Sounds sounds quite annoying. It's actually. depressing. Depressing. Yeah, too many colours, too many shapes. Just forget about it. Go what's home. your What's your favourite number of dimensions, Anne? Um, I don't really like three. I'll, I'll probably just go with the standard two. The standard two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, if you like dispose of you, then it's that sort of thing. But really, I mean, if all modern games have. 3D. I mean, if if like games didn't have three dimensions, they'd be all rubbish. So I mean, it's like 1992 again. It's like before we invented 3Ds. In fact, instead of buying this game, you could go out and buy a Mega Drive and something like Aladdin. Yeah. Get the same experience. Why don't you? It costs you like 99p. Why don't I? Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't I? Just buy the first Rayman. Spot. (laughs) Zool. Wait, there's been another Rayman. Yeah, there's been loads. He's been around for like. A hundred years. So he's old? <laughs> yeah, he's is well he, old. Is this the best one, or is this...? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's rubbish. <laughs> I'm struggling here. Okay, Anne, where, how do you stand at the moment on Rainbow Origins? Unlikely to buy it now. What? Turn around. Yeah, I, I'd have to get friends to play it with. It seems really... What, what score? What score is in your head right now? I think I'm on a six. <gasps> six. Oh no! Well done. Well, well done, Matt. Four points. I'm very well happy with that. Four, I mean, points. Four points to you. Um, a uh, a, um, a celebrated games with a reputation in tatters now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I hope everyone's still probably going to bring down Ubisoft. <laughs> oh god. Who decided that was Michael Ansel? Yes. He'll be around my and house crying. With a <laughs> oh well. well right. I suppose it's best to move on to the next thread. What's the next thread on the forum about? Super Mario World. Oh, it's in the oh, retro excellent. section. Didn't that 
that um, famously scored 99% playability or something from one of the specialist magazines of the 90s? I think it may have. You see, the thing is, Simon, I, I, I've never played Super Mario World. I can't believe it, but I've decided I'm going to go out and buy it tomorrow. Yeah, I've seen so I've heard excited. Nothing but brilliant things about it's it. It's got to be one of the best video games of all time, Anne. I'm actually currently playing it on my Xperia Play. Really? Yeah, legally. Amazing, amazing. I just said legally. It's fine, just in case the feds come and shut me down. <laughs> I heard it's got a dinosaur in it as well, is that true? Well, let's find out. Alright, well, it's rubbish because games are meant to be aspirational. Wait, what? It's rubbish? Yeah, it's rubbish. But we've Who heard it's great. As, as a fat plumber. No, 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 you play a fat plumber who's small and he runs around and he advocates drugs. Right, you take oh, mushrooms wow. and then you grow in size and power. Much like Alice in Wonderland, and that's yeah, that's good. That that's li- literature. That is literature, but it still advocates drugs. It's not like a book, is it? It's not always quite like a book, oh, especially no. some of the sequels. It's old. The game itself is old. Right. Um, you can't even really get it anymore. Classic, you mean? You know, so you'd have to really hunt but it. But you down. can. There's a feature on Eurogamer about <laughs> how to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's naughty. Oh, is you it? shouldn't do that. No, um, I have um, a cartridge you can borrow. Can I? I literally do, yeah. I know, and it sounds good. It inspired an awful lot of really bad games. I mean, we've already established how bad Rayman Origins is, and that was directly inspired by it. (sighs) That's a good tactical move. So you've already marked that pretty low. This is like an old, rubbish, simple version of that. But if it's inspired loads, then surely it's really good to start off with, so I should play the first one. We're all really lazy. I wouldn't worry about that. (laughs) And it's only one player. Well, it's two player, but you have to take it in turns. I mean, what is it? Chess? (laughs) Chess is annoying. It's isn't terrible. It's it annoying. Unless it's got Sonic in it. Did I mention the cruelty to animals? No. Almost no. all of the enemies are animals, and you're being very cruel to them. You're stamping on them, stamping on them repeatedly in some cases. Oh, no. Some of them get back up, but then you can stamp on them again. I mean, it's, it's pretty grim. Um, not to mention the animal that helps you, Yoshi, who is a dinosaur. But I mean, it looks like you're breaking his back every time you mount him. <laughs> You have to mount a dinosaur. You do, yeah. And it's not one I've seen in Jurassic Park, so I don't think it's a real dinosaur. It's <laughs> lying to you. And you've got to save a princess, don't you? You do have to save a princess, oh, but good. every time good. you get anywhere near it, she's in a different castle. I mean, oh, she's seriously. playing you around. And, and not only yeah. that, but when you get to the next game, you have to save her again. Oh yeah, it's so it's basically entirely point. Just universe quest. reset with every every version of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also playing the, the 3DS version at the moment, and that's I mean that's that's brilliant. So without Super Mario World, there'd be no Super Mario 3D Land, would there? But am I saying that that's rubbish as well? No, but we're just saying that the, the, the you know from from the, well, from that's that scene, not there. They are basically the same game. Yes, exactly. And we've just we've established that three dimensions, while important, don't really add much. So if I did want to play, it, I should just get that new one. More dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yes. But what is that? You have to use your eyes. Well, that. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was Why? big. That's Interesting. Yeah. So, 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 Anne, how are you feeling about I'm the really game? Confused. I don't know which. Like, should I? Should I buy it or should I buy the new one? I don't I don't really know. I think maybe I'm... It's really hard to get hold of the old one, I suppose. Yeah. Although Simon said he'll give you a cartridge. For free? Well... Undercut the contestants. <laughs> um, yeah, if it's hard to get hold of, I don't know. I think I'm out. I'm probably I'm probably a five. Five. Oh. That's a good Thank score. So that's five points. Put that on your box, Super Mario World. Five out of ten. <laughs> There's one uh, final thread that I want to deal with today. I've been posting in it for quite a while, actually. Right. Uh, Half-Life 2. Oh, what? 
that's a brilliant well, game. Half Life Two. I really enjoyed the first Half Life. Big oh, fan. Big fan. And I, nothing. I, I wanted nothing more than to play a sequel. Really looking forward to this game. It's out today. You should all join me. You so should I've, buy it as well. We've seen pictures of the graphics. Haven't we? The graphics are great. The thing about Half Life Two. The thing about Half Life Two is we were all we were all excited the first time we saw a seesaw. But the thing about Half-Life 2 is it's basically just a big long corridor full of seesaws. You put things at one end of a fulcrum, the other end goes upwards and you can continue on your way. That's it. For like eight hours, it's just seesaws, seesaws, seesaws. What if you like seesaws? Yeah, man. No one likes seesaws. Man who tires of... I love a seesaw. Oh, not these brilliant. ones, you won't. Why? These ones are made out of concrete and sort of um, splintery material. They're not. They're not fun ones. They're sort of quite awkward. <laughs> you're and they're not. And you have to. You, you know, have to do a bit of work to get them to. They don't just. They, you don't just sort of like hop on one side and have a bit of fun. You have to pile things up on one side of a seesaw. But uh, okay. So let me get this straight. So there's only seesaws in the whole thing. Pretty much. Yeah. This is a lie, isn't it? No. Oh, I've seen pictures of other things that aren't seesaws. There are some other things, but they're basically just a means to an end from seesaw to seesaw. Right. I mean, don't blame me. I just, you know. Well, somebody's lying to and us, the main, you know, I'd say I agree with him on this. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just seesaws. You know, it's... You know, it's got that third dimension you didn't like in it. It's all sort of oh. looking at it from, like, a man's face. A man who can't even talk. So you don't know what he's thinking. You don't know what to do next because he's just mute. He doesn't sort of vocalise his desires in any way. So you're like, where am I supposed to go next? Am I supposed to go up those stairs or whatever? But that's good. You it's don't know because... It's open to interpretation then, isn't it? You, could, you know, you draw from it what, what, you, it's like, what you choose. It's like playing one of those bad old games from the 90s where you didn't have a clue what you were supposed to be doing. I've read in, in magazines, though, that the use of physics in this game is unparalleled. It's got two physics in it. <laughs> it's got, yeah, it's got seesaws. That's one physics. And it's got sort of doll's heads and stuff that bounce oh, around. Oh, dolls! Not dolls? these ones. These ones are like, up. you know those old ones? <laughs> Listen, Anne, you know those old ones with, like, where only one eye opens properly and it's sort of like, and it looks oh, a bit funny. And it's a bit, no, it's one. a bit Yeah, burnt. the ones with character. They've been well yeah, loved. discarded, horrible ones. Yeah, oh, they just need someone to they look just after need them. Someone to look after them and take them on a seesaw. Well, you can't take them with you. You have to leave them on the floor. <laughs> oh no! That exactly. Be, that's quite sad. This and as you walk away, you can sort of hear them crying a little bit. Hasn't it won a load of awards though? What Half Life Two? Yeah. Yeah, but rubbish ones. Things and like be- <laughs> like best grass. <laughs> Why all the clamour for um, the, the Half Life Three T-shirts then? Well, everyone has t-shirts, don't they? Two <laughs> D t-shirts, though. Mm. Confused, but yeah, people want Half Life Three because they because Half Life Two wasn't enough Half Life. No, they want Half Life. They want Half Life Three because Half Life Two was such a disappointment. Hang, <laughs> hang on, is that it? I, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It says Half Life Two earned 39 Game of the Year awards, including overall Game of the Year at IGN. The thing wow. is, that it was a quite a slow year for games. <laughs> The only other game. stuff that came out was really, really bad. So, you know, it's bound to, you know, it's a shoe in basically for most of those. Edge magazine awarded Half Life Two with its top honour of the year with the award for best game. Yeah, but you know, they're paid Eight off by they're paid off by Valve. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Ooh. It's not even it's even it's not even got a right name. The Half Life Two would be just life, right? And then Half Life Three is gonna be called Life and a Half. That's <laughs> a good point. Anne, how are you feeling about Half Life Two? Well, I was getting really excited when there was talk of dolls, but if you can't take them with you and the seesaws are made out of concrete. And the guy the guy you're playing is like a nerd. He's like a science nerd or something. He's not like a proper man who I can shoot guns and stuff. Nerds. He's a proper sort of science geek. Oh, this is sounds terrible. It's it like an awful game. What score? I'm gonna give it a five. Oh, five. That gives Dan Marshall the yellow stars five points. 
So, uh, do you want to add up the scores now? I'll tell you what, we'll play some music and you can do that during the break. Thanks. <laughs> One Life Left Nights. A sexier, later version of One Life Left. Well, it was with some of the language that was going on then when the mics were hopefully down. They were pretty much down. <laughs> this is Blue Funk by Dread. And Anne has the current scores. Yes, everybody has six. Whoa! What? <laughs> well done, well everybody. Done. So everything to play for. And we're now going into the round that we have called it as a placeholder because I couldn't think of a better pun we will fix it I don't know about you Simon but I've got bored with other lesser radio shows and podcasts whining <sighs> yeah. yeah whining about problems in the games industry I thought while we have a panel of such clever humans yeah but you know what regular features regular features don't you it's, one of them is whining is it yeah they're just going well, for 10 minutes. This is the opposite of this. We're going to fix problems. Great! Our contestants have been given a problem each, and beginning with the green shells, we're going to solve those. They're going to suggest a way to solve them, and you, Simon, are going to tell them exactly why that won't work. What's your problem, Andrew? <clears throat> My problem is the plethora of copycat genre products. Right, that is a problem. I don't think it is. I think it's already been <laughs> solved many How times. How is <laughs> It's fine. So, how are we going to fix it? Well, I think, first off, we need to recognise that the idea isn't necessarily the important thing, it's the execution. Interesting. Okay, so... Uh, I should point out, by the way, that when I wrote the question, I'm referring specifically to major publishers taking a successful game from the last generation and cloning it. Not the reinterpretation of classic ideas done better. Yeah. Surely the only difference there is the passage of time. Interesting. Right, so how are you going to deal with the passage of time? Pretty big. Yeah, exactly. Hyper go. I know. Eat a lot of pancakes and just you know go into some kind of sugary coma. Right. But is the is the only difference there a passage of time? I think it's also to do with um, well, if it all happened at once. FIFA 11 and 12 came out. <laughs> that would be okay, would it? No, no, no. I think it's to do with if if an idea exists once or twice. That's that's interesting. If an idea exists a million times, that's not so interesting. So Dan may have chuckled to himself and brought up Hard Lines, but Hard Lines isn't a game that there are a billion of, and certainly not by Activision. True. 
Very true. Plumbing, um, pl- you know, plowing fifty million dollars into pushing this project uh, product out there. It's good that we have alternatives. I don't know why I'm arguing. You well, should. Yeah. I think. I think one of the Which things. One of the reasons that I would think that uh, it potentially is a problem is because of the way that it affects the market. You know, the, the people often say that um, these games kind of suck the oxygen out of the market. But but I generally believe that over time, the more they do this, the more that market just solidifies to people who just buy that game. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people who aren't necessarily into games as much as I am, but who will buy Call of Duty or FIFA and nothing else, but they wouldn't have anyway. They wouldn't be playing games if it wasn't for Call of Duty or FIFA or whatever it is that they're really, really into. But don't you think that this just leads to the market atrophying like if they're only ever going to buy those sort of games then why are we bothering making anything else yeah and also look at what happened to the guitar hero games the fact that burnt so brightly and faded so quickly i i they for me they didn't have the chance to sort of well to properly own that market all of a sudden it was gone i i agree um i think that was mismanagement on part of whoever it was that published it um and I think the music in particular is the, the core content for those, not necessarily the game updates. And so trying to push a yearly update to it was just silly. Whereas with these other games, you've got you know significant parts of it are new. So maps in Call of Duty or you know team well, monsters in FIFA, things like that. Apparently not, though. One of the maps from the new Call of Duty was uh, found to be in Call of Duty 2, wasn't it? Oh, yes. At yeah. least a building. Oh, yeah, the building yeah. was, yeah. Oh, the well, internet yeah. found out. It's an outrage. Well, so you're suggesting we fix this by not fixing it? I, I generally don't think it's that big of a problem. I think if you just let it be, it'll sort itself out. Okay. Because I'm a hippie. I, um, <laughs> I'm unconvinced by, by your... And I'm not even going to call it an argument, really. Like, it was more of a retreat from the statement, yeah... What, how, what's the points? How are the points working here? Uh, I was just writing that down for you. Five, three, and one. One. One point. No, well, we'll see, because maybe oh, they'll be less right. convincing. Well, they're going to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan Marshall. Hello. Uh, I've got the poisonous, childish nature of online game communities. Okay, oh, it is a problem. So you're arguing you're, you're going to fix this for Yeah, going to okay. fix it. Well, <laughs> step one, obviously, is banning children from the internet. That's especially yeah. game. That's what your mother would say. I think, basically, you know, maybe just having to... Pay a tenner, a, you know, a tenner a year or something would just weed out the, weed out the idiot children. But to use the internet, you, you have to pay ten no, pounds a year. On, to certainly go on some game, I'd be yeah. a member. Counter of example, form. Xbox Live. Yeah, you pay forty pounds a year for that, and it's horrifying. It's horrifying. Yeah, he's got. He's got. By game there. communities, did you mean Xbox Live rather than? I meant every community. No, no. I mean, all, all, this is a community. This is right now. Yeah. Well, weeding, weeding out the poisonous you know ones amongst us. Okay, maybe the solution is just for game developers to stop making bad games, Ooh. and then everyone would just be happy and delighted all the time. <sighs> so you're saying Call of Duty Three is a bad game? Yes. Call of Duty 3 was a bad game. Do you mean Modern Warfare 3? Are we still in the last round or not? I'm confused now. <laughs> Half-Life 2, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Half-Life 2 is terrible. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, so, so you would say Modern think, Warfare think, 3 and all of those games which have terrible communities are terrible games. But still, even if all the games were good, we'd still have rivals, the, the PlayStation fanboys up against the Xbox fanboys, wouldn't yeah, we? So what exactly. are, you, are you also saying we just have one console or one game? Yeah, I think, that? yeah. As, as time goes on the, and people eventually just wind up plugging their faces directly into a television <laughs> you know well, the, that sort that, of utopian that's just going to be like a browser based game isn't it we'll <laughs> yeah. all be having to pay money to yeah, just be angry birds over and over and over oh, and everyone will be delighted angry birds versus chat roulette so if it was just it? angry birds there wouldn't be any yeah if it was just angry birds that's let's get rid of all games apart from angry birds and then no one's got anything to complain about i don't like angry birds though 
still well, it's, it's, it's no one fit. likes Angry Birds everyone will be everyone will all say it's rubbish <laughs> it works oh I see yeah he's attacking that problem right okay mm. it's a radical solution <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not sure it's realistic <laughs> well you know it, that wasn't stipulated in the rules of the game okay, so you true. know right that's okay. true it's he's in charge you've now you've got yourself to blame well or Steve Curran <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt what's your problem and my problem is actually quite one that, it's quite a serious one I do actually take this one quite seriously yeah so I might not just you know kill everyone or flip make something it's the gender imbalance in the video game industry. Right, that is a problem. It is a problem. How are we going to fix it? Because people have tried, haven't they? <sighs> yeah. Well, people have suggested. Well, I think there's a lot of suggestions, and actually, I'm a bit, bit of a retreat one as well. I think I think this is something that will will naturally shift over time. But I do think that there's some very important things we have to do for this to happen. We can't just sit back and let things roll. Um, I think the main thing is the fact that. Um, Particularly, actually, in all aspects of the video game industry, there's, there's this knowledge that it's always been extremely male oriented and it's always been for men. It's always been like big guns, sexy ladies, and that's what everyone's Accents wanted. like that might be caught fueling the, the uh, problem. Well, I, I apologise to any listeners if that's fueling any problems. Um, but yeah, I, I think the main problem is the fact that we need to start when women do come into the industry we need them to be treated in the right way and we also need to treat themselves in the right way there's a tendency at the moment for a lot of people who are women coming into the industry um, uh, used to it a lot and actually kind of clearly being roped in are oh, you going to do some videos and stuff and it, it does seem like they are just being used as a tool to please the old audience and I don't think that is the only audience anymore and I think it's a matter of the fact that we have to uh, people who are coming into the industry used to treat themselves with their own respect and also if people are doing that we should say oh come on naff off be yourself or get out who are the worst offenders oh no way <laughs> no? no no way I mean there's I'll, I'll do some Americans that's fine um, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough go on then uh, Jessica Chobot is right. pretty bad I mean you know she's basically a walking links advert she got famous for licking a PSP I mean right I've Any, done anybody that anybody could yeah, exactly. get <laughs> Um, so I, I just think that is this is a double-edged sword, and I think that basically, yeah, there is a case to say that women are treated unfairly, and they're not enough of them in the video game industry. But some of them, let's just be honest, they're not really doing the gender any favours. Yeah, I I think things are better than they used to be. Like for example, uh, we don't necessarily see pink game boxes coming out now because they're for the girls. Um, and you're right; over time, it will change. Like just as the um, the actual average age of a games player is growing older, because we're just getting older as people but um, it strikes me that you don't have a solution yourself other than just sit back and wait for no, it. No, it's we've got to be proactive we've got to get people to all start doing this properly so girls coming into the games industry should be having respect for themselves and not doing it in a way that they feel they're being taken advantage of to please men. At the same time actually something I forgot to mention is the fact that men just stop being idiots about it and so when you do meet a girl who's in the games industry your first response should be oh cool what, what do you write about what do you like not oh my god you, like you are a girl you like games Oh my god, which I think is still a tendency to happen, and it's like, come on, guys, grow up. Yeah, it's good. Interesting. Yeah, I'm in full agreement with Matt there. Really? Yeah. Uh, you, you may be in full agreement, but I thought your point about is he really offering practical solutions? I mean, I, I accept, I think everything you said there was right. Got but to teach the world. That's, the, that's the, what we got to do. Can you teach the sort of men who behave like idiots anyway? Can you, can you say, Hey lads, give the ladies a chance you and they'll try. listen. You've got to try, you've got to speak to people where they're at, not where true. you want them to be. That's true. Boom. There we go. Good, thanks, Matt. So, Simon. I, I enjoyed chatting with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Simon, do you want to give uh, give hand out some points? I do. Yeah, in last place uh, is going to be um, Dan Marshall. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, but you know we have to make tough choices. Talk to the people where they're at. I thought his Half Life Two critique was spot on. And that I'm only being half ironic. <laughs> that was for the previous that round. That was the last round, yeah. though, so... Oh, sorry, I thought... Yeah, we'd, we'd moved on. <laughs> uh, green shells get three points. Um, not by... Not not necessarily because of the job you did. It was a job that da- Dan was so bad that you sort of come second by default. Um, and at least you get five. Well done. Thank you. OK, we'll have some music, and then after this, the final round, Game Design Challenge. Resonance 104.4 FM and the OK One Life Left Nights. We're a video game radio quiz show and the current scores are... Uh, Yellow Stars with Dan Marshall are in third place with seven. Uh, Green Shells, Andrew is in at uh, with nine and Red Mushrooms are in the lead with 11. Congratulations, Red Mushrooms, but everything could change. Before we move on, we should just address a comment that we had over Twitter last uh, week, which was from the people at Nottingham Game City, friends of ours. Friends, good friends. um, Seem to think that we took the inspiration for the title, One Life Left Nights, off them, who they do like Game City Nights, what the first of which starts up this week this week. Yes, I thought that was very interesting because it showed that they hadn't listened to the programme where we explained yeah. where Exactly. Well, you know, do, you, do you know why they, they weren't listening to the um to, to the show? Because they, they were too busy outside shouting at the darkness. Going, <laughs> this was our idea <laughs> <laughs> Our final round today is the game design challenge. Our teams, as you will have heard earlier in the show, have been given name of the game. That name of the game has come from an online random band generator. And now they will pitch those games to Simon and I. We'll ask a couple of questions. And then Anne, at the end of it, will reveal the scores from the press for those games. Those scores will be added to your current totals and we will have a winner a One Life Left Night for this week. The person to go first is the yellow star. It's Dan Marshall. Hello. Hello, Dan. Welcome. Hi, nice Dan. To Welcome. It's good to see you. Yeah, how's it going? Me. Congratulations on the BAFTA. Thanks very much. Yeah. Quite, yeah, yeah. We don't often have BAFTA winners no, in here pitching no. to us, do we? Yeah, you'll have an OBE by this time. <laughs> <laughs> Not my word, son. Anyway, we're really excited about you coming in. What have uh, you got for us? Your, your, your pedigree. Good. Let's <laughs> hope not to disappoint you then. Uh, I've got a game called Belly Advocate. Belly Advocate. Belly Advocate. <laughs> It's um, it's a game in which you play uh, Ian Tummy, 
And your job is to uh, navigate the area, eating as much food as you can in order to increase the size of your belly, okay. which you then use to boing enemies out of the way. Boing, um, boing that, enemies, boing. okay. With your big fat tummy. Hey, can we, um, can we pattern uh, or trademark boinging? Yeah. Good. Yeah, like, you can okay. use that as much as you like. Okay. Also, you own the visual likeness for Ian Tummy. Yes. <laughs> Good. What does he look like? Does he look like Bruce Willis? Uh, from, at the moment, from, from the at the moment, he's quite skinny. Okay. But um, the idea is he gets fatter. Of course, he's quite. He's got a really weird metabolism. Okay. okay so does Ian have a nemesis? Yes, he does. Um, Cedric Celery, um, who is the scourge of healthy eating. Ah, I see. The, it's the thing he hates the most. I see. And. Sorry, Simon. So, yeah, so you haven't explained what formats this is going to be on, uh, Dan Marshall. Uh, oh, probably iPhone. It sounds like an iPhone game. Probably, okay. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Very complex. Doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It transfer whatever medium you want. Okay. What's you, what's, 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 what are you developing? Are you using HTML5 or...? Uh, no, we're we're Unity. mainly using uh, bits of string and old cans at the moment. But okay. you I know, see rapid prototyping. With, with I like your, it <laughs> with your investment. Right. <laughs> we can we will probably use all the codes. Interesting. Any uh, social social media hooks? Yeah, uh, it'll it'll. Uh, spam your Twitter feed with information, real-time information about what you're eating and okay. what you're boinging, uh, all that sort of stuff. Wait a second, uh, what you've said there, it's making me think, I think we're on the same page, is there augmented reality in here? So if you if you eat something in real life, it transfers to Ian's abilities in... Yeah, why not? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> whatever, you're, whatever you fancy. Do you see it as a, uh, as a freemium or a premium? No, definitely, definitely premium. Okay, how um, much? Because I, I'm not interested in spending a load of my time making a game <laughs> and then people not paying to play it. <laughs> Seems entirely fair to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that's, sounds that's um, really interesting. Yeah, I really is, like yeah. Ian Tummy. He's got oh, a, lots of spin-off potential. I can imagine the cartoon series merchandise. Barry Belly. <laughs> yeah. Um, other yeah plushies, is it multiplayer? Plushies. Is it? Is there multiplayer? Yeah, loads of it. <laughs> it's got multiplayer out the wazoo. <laughs> it's good. It's a it's a bold vision. Yeah. I can see it now. A bold new vision from the creator of Private. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First he dealt with your winky. <laughs> now your mouth. Yeah. Your, your mouthy. <laughs> You'll never guess what pipe he's dealing with next. Yes. Yes. Mm. Excellent. Uh, okay, right, well, we'll we'll think on. That's really enlightening. Thanks for your time. Uh, could you send the next next person in? Please? Is that Matt? Matt, come in. Oh, thank you, Dan. Walk, 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 walk. Noise. Hello. Hello, Matt. Oh, Lee. How are you? I'm good. Recognise your voice from uh, <laughs> Radio Five, wasn't it? Once <laughs> you were on Radio I Five. Did. Is that he, true? He was on Radio Five. Let's, let's bear that in mind, Dan. <laughs> He was on Radio Interesting. Five. Interesting. Yeah. So, so you you're making the leap from being a, a rival broadcaster, and now you're coming <laughs> you into you're coming into game design. You want me and Simon to invest. invest. I'm taking everybody's jobs. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, Go tell us what my you've got. Game is called the Exposed Voyeur. Okay. Right now, what I've done with this is it's a bit like one of those games like Jetpack Joyride, where it's like it's going to end at some point. So the Exposed Voyeur is you. You play the voyeur, okay. and at some point during the game. You're going to be exposed, Ooh. but you're going to get a high score in between. Okay. Now, the premise of the game is quite simple. It's a bit like, um, you know, the kind of docking mechanism in Time Crisis. Yeah, it's right, like yes. that, but it's on an iPad. So you tap the bottom of the screen, yeah. and the bloke ducks behind the window. 
and then you can't yeah, you so hide. you have to do that when like police cars go by and stuff but then what you're looking at is like a little advent calendar of windows and there's little people getting undressed and you have to basically tap on the windows as quickly as you can to take photos of all the different people and and if you get like diff- the same colour underwear in a row then you get bonus multipliers and stuff I see okay so that's level one well, no, that's the whole game, but it gets the whole game because you get like okay. Um, you, if you click on a window and it's got a husband in it or something, he'll be like shaking his fist at you, and it gets all like rear window when they will come around and beat you up. Right, right it's okay. interesting this game design, given your argument in the previous round. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it'd be sexy. I think it could be quite seedy. I think it could be quite unpleasant. Apparently, looking at. I, I guess, well, maybe this says much about me. I made the assumption where you said the husbands would be shaking their fists, but you need to be looking at the ladies through the window. I suppose so. Well, I was sort of go. I was sort of the, the inspiration, to be honest. I was, was sort of so quite rear window, so it's kind of nineteen fifties. Did you ever play? Uh, <laughs> did you ever play Polaroid Pete? No. Well, maybe you should. Right. It's a game all about taking pictures of people. Uh, you know, mm, being for someone off. So what? Um, what? What drew you to this source? Well, the, what drew me to it? Yeah, was well, there's some words on a piece of paper that you guys handed me. Oh, really? That's an interesting story. Yeah. So you'll thanks, just do anything for money. Yeah. That's, that, you know, because we honestly, I level with you, Matt. You know, Simon and I obviously we're interested in creating a, a, a big selling franchise, aren't we? But mostly we want to develop relationships with people we know care about video games, yeah, not right. people. You know, be easy for us to come up with a title and just shove it in your filthy paw and well, have you come up with a rushed game design based on that. We want someone to. Believe we just had Dan Marshall in here with he, Ian, he Ian Tummy, <laughs> Ian Tummy, <laughs> character he's crafted for yeah. years. But this is quite, I think this is not cynical, I think this is quite charming. Like, basically, the exposed for he'd be like a modern Wario, he'd be like kind of get caught by the cops and he'd like walk off going, Oh, I've been caught again. So sort of a comedy cartoon, yeah, hilarious, hilarious sexist, person. exactly. Yeah. Bit yeah. cheeky. What, what are you going to do when the Daily Mail find out about this game? So, well, sick video well, game legitimizes yeah, sex crimes. Yeah, 59p a pop, I'll be a millionaire. Christmas. I quite, yeah. I think it's. I mean, I think it's. It's. It's old fashioned. It doesn't seem to take into account uh, what we're looking for, which is the um, uh, use of modern technology. Like, so what I would have liked from you, Matt, and what I was hoping for was, like, you know, sure you could be staring at the at you know, men or women. Yeah. To you, well, they'd be but tiny using the front that. facing camera. But it's multiplayer, and oh. you have to look back at the people that are staring and give them a that, yeah. That's very good. Yeah, that's yeah. ours. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take this to Ubisoft. I've got design notes. <laughs> right, send the next person in, please, Matt. Yeah, do you want to come in now? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Hi. 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 Good evening. Hi. How are you? Good to see good, you. Good. Good. Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling um, confident. Okay. Yeah. So my were, game... were you listening in on our on our previous meeting? The door seems to be off the hinges. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's called Destruction of the Hunk, and it's actually the latest entry in the storied Resident Evil franchise. <laughs> oh, really? You've got, you've you got Cap- the rights yeah, from Capcom got to... the rights from Capcom. That's very Do exciting. Do they know? Oh, they have to know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so what happens in the destruction of the hunt? So you you play the T-virus. You're a tiny, tiny virus with okay. a face, smiley face and legs, and then you run along the floor at the big, giant hunk, who's obviously enormous. And it's like Shadow of the Colossus. You have to scale hunk, who's one of the lesser-known characters, and... Um, Destruct him. Right. 
and so you do so by by basically punching him because that's how viruses work. Right, um, yeah. I've done my research. I see. Um, okay. I skipped ahead a little. He is the end boss, obviously, because the title of the game. And what you do is you work through all the different characters in the franchise from most popular to Least most popular. obscure. Right. So you're yeah. a, you're a, a virus like... going inside a human body. Oh no, on the outside, viruses don't go on the this inside. This sounds that's a bit true. like um, Bafta... Tiny Invaders by. Yeah. It does sound a bit yeah. like that. It was making me think of a BAFTA winner. BAFTA winning game. Private, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah, back off. I didn't realise that. <laughs> Still. Yeah, but, where, but whereas you're just you're one virus, Pirates, of course, had a had a number of delightful viruses, didn't exactly. it? What did it, it have, did. Dan? Oh, uh, uh, herpes. This uh, isn't regular features. <laughs> it's a feature list. So, uh, so what format's this on? So this is obviously next gen. So right. we're looking at... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, foolish. We're, we're not allowed to talk about that with developers who don't know about next gen stuff. So. Oh, no, I, I borrowed those that information yeah. as well. So. Okay, good, good, good. Good. Um, uh, yeah, any, and do you think this could uh, become its own separate franchise? Oh, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah. On. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it some silly British-sounding name um, for the main character, but um, I would certainly <laughs> hope that there's room for nice. expansion. Yeah. Interesting. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Well, Simon, that's really, really interesting. Yeah. I, tell you what, let's sign all three of them and see how they do at review. Okay. Six months later. Um. So, oh, best write up my reviews for uh, Belly. What was it? Belly Advocate. Um, This is an excellent game um, which, uh, for once, promotes obesity. It's what we've (laughs) all been looking for. There's too much healthy living stuff out there. At last, you can eat as much as you want in a game. Um, Unfortunately, we've had to mark it down because we don't like to share what we eat, and so it will only be getting 9 out of 10. (laughs) 9 out of 10! Um, and what have we got from uh, Red Mushroom Studios? Oh, it was um, the exposed yeah. foyer. The exposed foyer, um, very outdated, um, sexist. Uh, yeah. But we did enjoy the gameplay. Ducking is a good mode, so we're giving that one seven out of ten. Should have got And green shells just seems like a rehash of other games. We'll only be giving that one five. Whoa! Uh, you should have thought about this because we're running out of time, and now you've given yourself difficult numbers to add <laughs> up, haven't really you? Difficult numbers. That one's that, and that one. Uh, is that there we go okay so uh in third place we always go with third not first uh is green shells with 14 points unlucky green shells Uh, yellow stars coming in second with 16 but the winner is red mushrooms with 18 points congratulations to red mushrooms so caliber five on xbox he's already got that so i'll have it we have been one life left nights thank you so much to all of our guests tonight we will be back next week see you thank you bye bye